Hi everyone, this is Yetzap Steam. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. I want to thank you guys for joining me today. Today I'm going to be talking about the defense mechanism of disassociation. So disassociation is a, uh, a something learned in childhood uh, and sometimes adulthood, but uh, when enduring long-term trauma. So for example, in the case of narcissistic abuse, a child will be subject to extremely, extraordinarily painful psychological, emotional stimuli and therefore learn to disconnect from their immediate environment and kind of escape inward. Uh, this, 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 this defense mechanism is designed to protect from the outside world, which is cr- cruel, uh, heartless, uh, uh, dangerous, and ultimately unpredictable. So what ends up happening is that the child uh, splits off into a disassociated state, almost like a, a like a fantasy world. They disconnect from their environment, um, and they're unfazed by what's going on around them. Uh, they um, now this specifically happens when with the narcissistic abuse, with the with the uh, abuse tactic called the sweet mean cycle. Uh, for those unaware, the sweet mean cycle is a, uh, a an unpredictable sort of control tactic used by narcissists where they will act really, really kind, really forgiving and sweet, and all of a sudden they'll turn into monsters and mean, and then unpredictability uh, will create so much chaos in the mind of the victim that they'll ultimately need to disconnect and just kind of split off into their fantasy world, imaginary world. Now, um, parents who are narcissistic, um, because they're unpredictable and because they're 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 constantly berating it and it very difficult to uh, to a sense when the threat is coming it'll create almost like a warlike zone with a threat of being of pissing off mom or causing angry dad to get angry and lash out uh, is so pervasively terrifying that they will they will see the world as unsafe they will be unaware of when the next threat's going to come and then they will um kind of look to tune it out um and and by tuning it out they will uh they will um create a break between them, themselves uh, and, and the outside world, almost like uh, like there'll be a disconnect from the, the inner inner per inner world of the individual, the victim, and then the, the part of them that can that communicates with the outside world. Uh, in the inner world, there's going to be all the wounding, all the pain, um, but you know they're going to disconnect from from from. Well, those feelings essentially of shame, fear, and anger are going to be within, um, and they're going to be you know it's protection. It's it's designed to protect the, the broken sense of self, the terrified inner sense of self, which is housing these very terrified feelings of of a scary world. So in order to protect themselves, they uh, again they split off. So some of the symptoms of of uh, of disassociation include feeling foggy, uh, you know wheezy. I should say. Uh, feeling foggy I said that uh, we have um, spacing out extreme uh, totally not really in the moment uh, difficulty accessing memory talking about the trauma as well would be very difficult um, more severe symptoms include feeling out of control uh, like the other shoes about to drop totally unaware of kind of what's going on around you feeling like you're out of touch memory loss um, there's gonna be a feeling of lost time almost like they're rolling out in the middle of space somewhere out in the middle of nowhere I uh, similar to DID, Dissociative Identity Disorder, which is a personality disorder, um, the split, there's going to be like a split in the personality where there's going to be distinct distinct parts of the self um, which are going to, uh, you know, be really each of them housing different experiences, different parts of the self. So, uh, and uh, the child or the now adult is associating with only part of the self. The other parts are disconnected from and protected from uh, because ultimately they are seen as other, they're seen as outside threats they need to be protected from. So the effects of disassociating are uh, 
essentially compartmentalizing. A child who's being narcissistically abused cannot really see their parent as abusive. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So what they will do is they'll kind of create this um, this good and bad mom or good and bad dad where, where they, they, they'll see the good parts of them as, as, as that's truly who they are. But then the bad parts, you know, rationalize it, ignore it, make excuses for it, you know, excuse the red flags, um, and totally ignore uh, the, um, the the you know what's 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 truly going on, uh, and then identify with this this good parent, uh, and then any time there's a bad abusive act, it kind of just gets ignored. Like I said, ignore, excuse, rationalize. Um, victims of narcissistic abuse will be split off, right? So that what they'll end up doing, they'll be disassociated. So they'll oftentimes ignore re current relationship red flags because they'll be so used to kind of disconnecting from the abuse. Um, also, they'll be so escaped in their own minds and inward uh, that they won't really be aware of, of anything outside of what they want to see. They'll kind of kind of have that tunnel vision where they just see what they want to see. And if, they, if there's abuse, well, you just kind of don't see it. If it's out of sight, out of mind. Uh, this, uh, they take the mind to a place of beauty, imagination, and creativity. So victims of, of, of narcissistic abuse will oftentimes just be out, out there in the middle of dreamland where they're just totally making things up and you know you'll see in children of narcissistic abuse victims or I should say victims of narcissistic abuse they'll certainly kind of have that that imaginary friend you know that, that they talk about like the childhood they'll kind of be talking to they'll, they'll be totally checked out so they can create they can bring to life these certain characters uh in their mind um again kind of allowing them to feel connected in that disassociated state. Uh, you know, narcissists are able to pick up on this. They're able to sense that victims are living in this fantasy world. Why? Probably because they're also, in some sense, out in fantasy land. Narcissists kind of live in their own world as well, so they can sense. Uh, what they end up doing is they kind of shapeshift. They kind of uh, tap into that fantasy of the victim, and they kind of they kind of scoot their way in and play, play a role, play the savior role. They kind of play into the victim's fantasy world, and... Um, and, uh, and, um, and, and they oftentimes are able to love bomb their victims like this. They're able to kind of make them feel loved. And ooh, finally, the person who's going to save the day, who's going to love you the way you always wanted to. Um, hey, you know, the perfect soulmate. Oh, look, he's finally here. And then ultimately they, they, uh, they can control the victim that way because they're fully tapped into the victim's fantasy. Um, and then one of the other effects is ignoring the present moment. Uh, disassociated victims are just out of touch. They're usually, usually living in the past. They're stuck developmentally stuck in the traumatic experience they're not aware they're not in the moment they're living in the future fear of what's going to happen ultimately not in the moment in addition uh dissociation steals your time and attention doesn't allow you to really be focused on what's going on in front of you uh, and certainly would cause issues with regards to studying reading and, and, and connecting with other people um, they have trouble aligning feelings actions and thoughts uh, so you know because you need these things you know to, to communicate with other people in reality you kind of have to be in the moment and, and, and having your feelings actions and thoughts aligned this is not the case with with disassociated uh, victims they tend to be fragmented and out of touch in that way uh, another devastating uh, a devastating effect of that so in order to heal from disassociation uh, it's imperative to first of all get back in touch with reality be mindful be present uh, and break that bond with the fantasy kind of see for what it is and it's just a massive illusion it's a program it's a lie that we kind of had to escape into and that's very difficult because then we got to get in touch with our pain nobody wants to really do that but it's necessary extremely necessary if we're going to heal in addition we have to um we have to uh you know heal our childhood wounds uh, and this is something i work 
closely with patients myself, you know, identifying childhood wounds, identifying the, the effects of narcissistic abuse and narcissism, and kind of a, uh, becoming in touch with what happened, the truth of what's really going on, and heal those wounds. Um, we also they also need to, um, you know, like I said, break the trauma bond, uh, break that illusion, kind of get in touch with what really did happen. It was narcissistic abuse, and there was a perpetrator involved here, and identify who it was, and that's often a painful truth to come to terms with. So, I. There are some silver linings, if there, if there could be any. Uh, there are some things that victims of narcissistic abuse have healed themselves and have still kind of able to disassociate tend to be very good, very creative. Uh, they tend to be very uh, kind of good at checking out and seeing things from a different perspective. And, and, and they happen to be very, very, sometimes very creative artist, artistic individuals who are able to see something, you know, see things through a new avenue. Uh, they're able to tap into their creativity very well uh, because they're not phased by it pain or threats around them that's obviously when they heal um, they enter into this fantasy world they almost enter into the zone you know you hear musicians artists talking about entering into the zone it seems like victims of narcissistic abuse are able to do that they're able to enter into like a, a faraway zone where they just tap into their creativity and, and just explore which is pretty powerful and pretty awesome if, if you're able to do that um so I want to thank you guys for listening, and I want you to reach out if you're struggling from narcissistic abuse, and if you have this disassociated state, it really can affect you in all aspects of your life, intimate, your work, your family life, because ultimately speaking, if you're not available in the moment, you're not, you're not, you're not being present, and that's, that's not a, something that, that really is, is conducive to success and, and health and well-being. So please reach out. I offer a free 15-minute consultation with uh with um with uh as well as a i offer a free pdf of i should say dr judy uh offers a free pdf which we give to anyone who does have a free consultation uh about them uh, where where she goes into the whole mind map system which we work in the mind map therapy system i'm per- personally trained in dr judy rosenberg is the founder uh we work together to really heal people and help people identify those childhood wounds and and, and heal the 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 disassociation, the, the reason to run away from, the, from, from reality is pain. So to get you in touch with your pain so you can work through it and heal. Um, please reach out uh, if you do want that consultation. It's Yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com. It's an honor and pleasure to be with you here today. Thank you so much for listening. Please like and share if you, do, if you did find this valuable. And I hope you guys have an excellent week. Take care.